Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how we can be both bold and kind. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're asking if we can be both bold warriors against sin and kind followers of Jesus. And it seems this isn't as easy as we'd like. The world conditions us to think of boldness almost like selfishness. We're told that people who are bold will aggressively pursue their goals and they won't slow down for others. And on the flip side, we're told kindness requires us to be passive, that you can't be too forceful with anyone. And for Christians, the Bible calls us to chart a new course that is both bold and kind. We're told that those traits, they aren't mutually exclusive, but to be both is going to require us to act differently than we did before and as many around us still are. And that is the repeated message of scripture. One poet wrote, Noah built the ark and voyaged alone. His neighbors laughed at his strangeness and perished in style. Abraham wandered and worshiped alone. Sodomites smiled at the simple shepherd, followed the fashion and fed the flames. Daniel dined and prayed alone. Elijah sacrificed and witnessed alone. Jeremiah prophesied and wept alone. Jesus loved and died alone. God's word over and over shows us that to obey God, we are going to have to go alone sometimes. That's what true boldness is, the willingness to do what is right, even when everyone around us refuses. And most people don't want to do that. They would rather not go against the flow. And in fact, we've been told every day that's what kindness is. We're told it would have been kind if Noah didn't build an ark, but just went with the wickedness of his generation. It would have been kind if the prophets never asked the people to repent. It would have been kind if Jesus didn't challenge his disciples to forsake everything and follow him. That would be kindness according to the world. But kindness sometimes requires us to go against the grain. Kindness says that we need to help people, not just physically, but eternally. Kindness is standing up for truth, not for lies. It is speaking that truth in love to build each other up and comfort one another with the tremendous promises of God. And kindness requires us to do that even when everyone around us would rather we sit down. When we were kids, we were probably told, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that's true. We should remain silent when we don't have anything nice to say. Paul writes to the Ephesians, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness and rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. You know, for Christians, if our words aren't coming out of a place of love, they aren't coming out of a a place of God. God is love. And if we are in him, then we only say things that are kind, that are tenderhearted, that are forgiving, because that's what Christ did for us. But We shouldn't confuse kindness with unchallenging or timid. Kindness in a world where we're anything but kind is bold. 
You know, our words should challenge people. In Colossians 2, uh, we're told, I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for all those at Laodicea, for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. You know, Paul, in his letter to the Colossians, he didn't mince words. He didn't give them uh, a false sense of security. He warned them of the incredible danger they faced and their own vulnerabilities to it. But he did that in love. He also said that anyone can make words persuasive or seem kind. The NIV says fine-sounding there. Anyone can make their words sound fine. That's not kindness. We must speak the truth in love, according to Ephesians 4.15. But if we leave either side of that equation out, we failed. If we abandon Christ to try to make people comfortable, we failed. We failed God and we failed them. If you take a stand for Jesus Christ, you've got to realize that there will be times when you will be challenged and rebuked, maybe even punished. There will be times when you have to stand all alone. You will need to have a strong and bold spirit to show true kindness. But Paul tells us that's what we signed up for. We're never promised that this would be easy. And no matter what happens around us, we should live lives worthy of the gospel. He writes to the Philippians, chapter 1, verse 27, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ. Our conduct should always reflect the good news that we've heard and that we've believed and that we've obeyed day in and day out. Others should look at us and see just how much that gospel has transformed us. You know, we aren't saved by our boldness or our kindness, but faith without those is dead. You know, Paul continues with the Philippians writing, so that whether I come and see you or am absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel and not in any way terrified by your adversaries, which is to them a proof of perdition, but to you of salvation and that from God. For to you, it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake, having the same conflict which you saw in me and now here is in me. Yeah, kindness requires boldness, maybe even suffering. You know, we're not just kind to the people who accept our kindness. We are kind to everyone, or we should be. Real boldness makes us show kindness when it doesn't make sense. It makes us follow Christ when it doesn't make sense. It makes us confront sin when it would be easier to let it slide. It empowers us to be humble enough to tackle the sin that's still nagging at our flesh. Yeah, Peter wrote, the Lord is patient. In the King James Version, he's long-suffering with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance in 2 Peter 3.9. And we have that as our example, we suffer long to show kindness. We go alone to show kindness. It's not one or the other for Christians. Kindness and boldness are two sides of the same coin. And we must show both because both kindness and boldness are what God showed to us. He challenged us by sending his son into the world who would kindly call us out of our sin and boldly sacrifice everything so we could be washed of it. And that's our standard. And I hope Today, together, we can strive a little harder to reach for and make 
our conduct worthy of the gospel of Christ. And I'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word. I'm so glad you did that with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.